Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and we are broadcasting, as usual, from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And folks, if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to deliver in a personal way, I found that at Renaissance in terms of the clients that I work with, and I think you will too. If that's what you're looking for, you can find that magic combination by going to renaissancebank.com and finding one of their local offices and giving them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome DePriest Wadi and Maria Walden Sullivan. And uh, DePriest and Maria are with the Community Foundation of Northeast Georgia. DePriest, Maria, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah. So you've come back, and we're delighted you've come back. For those that didn't get a chance to hear that interview, DePriest, let's give them a quick overview of the Community Foundation of Northeast Georgia and how you're serving folks out there. So in a nutshell, John, as I said in our last podcast, we connect people who care with causes that matter. So we work with nonprofits that are doing phenomenal work in the community. And we also work with philanthropists who want to do good things for the community, for Mm -hmm. those nonprofits. And so they give through the Community Foundation for Northeast Georgia And we serve as a fiscal agent to make sure that those funds are responsibly distributed and um, our fund holders get an immediate tax write-off and they can give those funds away in perpetuity as they grow tax-free. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's be clear on this for listeners. So what, what happens is a lot of people want to give to the community over time but they would like a, an immediate tax deduction, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. And, it's you, all legal. And yeah, it's all legal, and, <laughs> and you've got the mechanism to help them do that. That's exactly right. Well, explain how that works it, and what that's called, I guess, maybe the first thing. Well, the corpus of our funds that we hold are donor-advised funds, okay. and nonprofits actually hold funds with us as well through mm-hmm. agency funds. Mm-hmm. And the benefit for pooling these funds together Mm -hmm. is because funds grow faster when they're pooled together. Mm -hmm. Uh, The capital group out of Atlanta manages our assets. They've got over $3 trillion in assets under management. And so we take full advantage of their great expertise, Hayes Evans and his group down there. And Mm -hmm. we've been with them for several years. And so when individuals come to us, oftentimes they have dollars that, you know, let's just say some take something as simple as uh, tithing through a person's church mm. or giving uh, to a church uh, in an estate gift, let's say. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, uh, fund holders will like those dollars time released rather mm-hmm. than turning over dollars immediately to that organization. They use our advice and expertise in order to fulfill their wishes over time. They may want it distributed under certain terms. They might want it given out over, you know, the next 10, 15, 20 years or in perpetuity mm-hmm. based on how the, how those dollars grow. And we serve as that back office. So, you know, individuals who are thinking about having their own family foundation or organizations that are looking to establish a foundation, 
we take all the guesswork out of that and we serve as a back office for, for all practical purposes. They'll name it what they want to name it and we'll work with them to fulfill those wishes. And community foundations are all over the country, right? Well, you, you might want to just talk about the whole idea of a community foundation and maybe how those, how these got started and, and the purpose that they, um, they serve beyond what you've already explained. Well, we've got less than 20 in Georgia. Uh, we're all buddies. So it's not like, yeah. you know, there's any cloak and dagger around the work that we do, but there are different areas of focus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have funds that are not only in Georgia, but that are international. We have an international Ukrainian fund. Some mm-hmm. of the other community foundations don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so it's generally, it generally starts in a certain um, geographic area, but then it can expand and ebb and flow based on where those philanthropists go and grow. Some have migrated here to Georgia. Others have migrated away from Georgia, and we still have great relationships with them. We actually had one gentleman um, who set up a scholarship fund many years ago, and he now lives up north. And so he comes down south and and we check in and we talk regularly about how his students are doing and mm-hmm. and he takes it from there. Wow, that's terrific. And so the 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 organization itself Maria is tax exempt, right? It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. So so there's in whatever fund you set up to give to the organization or or even the the maybe someone wants to give just to the organization itself and let you decide right i guess you have that option as well for people to do um i'm imagining that and maybe you don't but the point is people that when they send money to the community foundation of northeast georgia it's an immediate tax deduction well, we are a five hundred one c three. Okay, and um, but we and we also provide grants to the community as well. And so, um, we, um, you know, as far as taking donations and doing our own fundraising, of course, it goes back into the community. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, we're always willing to have sponsorships, and we offer education to the, all the communities. So, you know, if there's a way that we can partner in some way, and in, in, in you know, and they want to financially like I said, sponsor it. We're more than willing. Yeah. And you, uh, I was at an event last week that you sponsored and it was called, I love this term, the magic of giving. Talk about the magic of giving. The magic of giving is so important because, um, it really, there is so much magic to, um, the way we feel when we give, not just the people that receive it, but the people that give it. And, um, we were just really are celebrating, um, that magic, um, with our, um, gala being in August, um, it's on the 17th. So it's our season of celebrating this. Mm-hmm. And we started the other night with, um, with some really cool magic, uh, bubbles and, yeah. and it's just getting people together. That's just magical in itself. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so the, the, I think you implied this to priest and it, it, it's a great point that a lot of people when they're thinking about estate planning, they don't necessarily know all the different causes that they ought to be interested in based on their previous charitable concerns, right? Correct. And and that's a place you can help. We help in a number of ways. First way to help is individuals who are not tuned into the thousands of nonprofit causes that are out there and the pedigree that they serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, you know, the average person is going to give to their alma mater or college or university that attended or their church. And it might be one or two other 
organizations that they might give to, but many of them come to us with a certain area that they're interested in, but they might not know the nonprofits that are in that particular area or their particular focus. They might be interested in conservation. They might be interested in, um, in pets and animals or cats or dogs. Mm. Some of them are interested in, you know, uh, trees and water. And so we direct them and do the research behind the scenes to make sure that wherever they give those dollars to are in good standing at that particular time. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. some nonprofits are, you know, are at various uh, places in the spectrum of being, you know, struggling to some are closing and some are thriving. And so we give them a realistic picture of how good those nonprofits are doing in the community with the impact of their work. A lot of them we know about that they don't. Some of them they bring to us that we haven't heard of and we vet. Mm-hmm. And then we help them make responsible decisions as to how they want to allocate their dollars. Yeah, and things change over time. I mean, nonprofits get better, they get worse. Uh, um, you know, some uh, will, I guess, pass another one, if, the, if I can use that term, um, in terms of just their ability to leverage their funds for the greatest good. Um, so having that what you give a, a, someone is flexibility over time mm-hmm. for you to help them make changes in what they originally set up. Correct. You know, nonprofits aren't publicly traded, mm-hmm. but they sure are evaluated the same way companies are. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. do know that, you know, you go through seasons where you might have a, a CEO that might not be the perfect fit. You might have a board that might be going, be going through some turbulence and so donors need to know these types of things and need to have someone or some organization like the Community Foundation with the pulse to give them really good and sound advice to say, you know, not a no, but maybe a not right now. Or maybe there are some projects that are going on that are going to hugely impact the community that uh, our fund holders would want to invest in and to bring them up to speed on what those great innovative things are happening as well. DePriest, you're, um, you've got a uh, stellar nonprofit career. You could have gone to a lot of different organizations. What stood out for you for the Community Foundation of Northeast Georgia? You've been on the job now for a year, as you said the other night, um, <laughs> and and uh, are going strong. So, what 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 is it that that really stand stood out for you when you decided to take this position? You know, that's a great question. I've been in this. Um nonprofit arena for over 30 years now. And I actually migrated from, you know, a corporate job mm. and got involved in the philanthropic arm of some of the companies that I had worked with and ultimately went to nonprofits that we're potentially serving now. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted the opportunity to kind of have my foot in both worlds, you know, uh, philanthropic giving and also, nonprofit leadership and supporting those nonprofits and helping them to realize how they could be stronger. And so having been, you know, a traditional nonprofit leader myself, you know, I kind of know some of those pitfalls that, you know, you could kind of work around with the right amount of help. So it gives me a, a, a way to make a difference in, in both camps. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrific. Um, Maria, you're the director of development. Talk about what you're seeing out there in terms of what 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 are donors thinking about and what are some of their issues as they think about making charitable gifts and uh, uh, some of the concerns they have maybe? Well, in fact, I had a coffee this morning with a financial advisor and was talking about 
the perfect client um, in that, um, as Japrice mentioned, we are worldwide. So it, just because our name you know, refers to Georgia doesn't mean that that's necessarily where we work. And he was asking me the same question as to, well, what if I have a client that is from Minneapolis? I'll just use that as an example. Yeah. And, or my parents are there. What do you know about that? We will vet even at that, um, you know, geographical, we'll go anywhere mm-hmm. and learn more about organizations. But so that's one of the challenges is just, you know, having a better understanding of where their hearts are um, and then making sure that we can, um, you know, I, I think that we just, sometimes it feels like we're pigeonholing ourselves with the name, but that's not necessarily the truth. Um, but I mean, I think there's so much giving, um, you know, taking place and, um, we're just really trying to reach the right people. So that's probably the biggest challenge in itself and educating the community as to what we do. Um, I don't know that a lot of people know what a community foundation does and, and DePriest articulated that well. And, and I, I hope this will reach other people. And this is the purpose for this podcast is to make sure we all know that, you know, what we do and how we can reach and grow uh, the community better. Well, you you set me up for my next uh, where I was going next, which is you've got a big announcement of a podcast coming up uh, that is uh, hosted by the Community Foundation for Northeast Georgia. DePriest, let's let's pull back the curtain and tell everybody about it. We're really excited, John, to be partnering with you um, in, in setting up this Good to Give podcast because our backbone is our. You know, it's comprised of, of three entities. We've got a really great rock star board of directors. We've got 50 board, uh, board leaders who are really passionate about making sure that the community foundation grows. And they've given us the go ahead to move forward with this. And they're very enthusiastic. We also have a professional advisors network of, of, uh, financial advisors, insurance professionals and others who understand the nuances of, you know, how to make the best out of estate planning. Mm-hmm. And so they they educate their clients around the advantages of having, you know, a family foundation through the community foundation or donor advice fund or an agency fund because it takes um, those assets to help grow the community. And there are pros and cons around how you do it the best financially way the best financial way in order for uh, that estate to be managed well Mm -hmm. and so they're kind of like our boots on the ground and our spokespeople for putting the right people in front of us and then our nonprofit community they come to us for all kinds of advice around infrastructure around human resources you know around fundraising around marketing we just had a storytelling a workshop that we hosted with about 35 nonprofit leaders last week, and we did it over Zoom. So we can touch nonprofits and individuals you know, around the country to help them to be stronger. And we have a connection with some great subject matter experts to help us to do this work. So this podcast is another way for us to communicate the advantages of giving and the, the philanthropy as we call the the magic and the gift of making the community grow through these great organizations. And we're hoping that we're able to evangelize and teach the community some new tricks that they haven't heard about before. And uh, Maria, there's no better way to do that than telling stories, right? I mean, that's really what we're talking about here is having the, the uh, uh, individuals who care about causes, right? As, as DePriest referred to come tell their stories. That's right. And I mean, 
we all have stories to tell and successful stories are always great, but there's also those that aren't as successful and, and we're here to listen. We're here to help and we are here to grow mm-hmm. um, a strong community. But one other area that we are working towards um, is diversifying all the education as, as DePriest mentioned in that the corporate um sector also needs to be educated in what we're doing. I mean, there's many opportunities for us to, you know, help um, a, you know, for-profit, non-profit, doesn't matter. So we'll be doing events um, that will, um, we will uh, implement some of these high level, you know, like uh, four disciplines of execution with Franklin Covey coming up in October that we can really bring in um, some knowledge of like the subject matter expert as DePriest mentioned, but, but for both the for, uh, for-profit and nonprofit sectors, because they're all business leaders. We all need to make money at the end of the day and we're impacting those that, um, you know, those, those at the, you know, whatever customer level at some point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. And there's, it, it, it gets real personal when you, when you can hear someone, the passion in their own voice, the emotion in their own voice as they tell their story, right? The priest. And we call that the journey of generosity. Mm. I mean, everybody starts giving from some point in time. And when you see the impact of taking a seed, planting it, letting it grow, and then seeing the harvest that comes out on the other end of it mm-hmm. and the benefits that it provides to the community, then you just want to keep giving and giving and giving. We um, just had a, one of the reasons why also we're celebrating on August 17th is we just gave and uh, gave grants to uh, many nonprofits in the North Fulton area, along with Gwinnett and Forsyth. Mm-hmm. And, we're going to be celebrating those grants and we've been giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. And we typically haven't been very public around, you know, who's getting it and what they're doing. But, you know, I'm really passionate about evangelizing the work that we've done over the past year and making it very, very public. So I hope everybody who's listening can come and join us on August 17th. Information is on our website. Yeah, that's absolutely. And let's, let's give that website for folks that need to know it. It's really simple. It's uh, communityfoundation.org, C-F-N-E-G, C-F-N-E-G.org. Yeah, as in folks, Community Foundation of Northeast Georgia. Even I can figure that out. That's good. C-F-N-E-G.org. And folks, if you want more information on the podcast, you can go to goodtogivepodcast.com or goodtogivepodcast.org. You can also go to the Community Foundation website, and you can also go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe. Um, Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Google, Stitcher, it's, it's whatever your favorite one is, that's where the podcast sits. So we'd love to have you check that out. And we're just delighted to partner with you on getting this out and getting the good word out on the great work you're doing. So congratulations on that work. Thank you for joining us, John. Yeah, We're we're looking forward to the journey. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. 
Hey, and folks, just a quick reminder here as we close out another edition of North Fulton Business Radio, uh, we are so grateful for your support over the years. We're now up to show number, I think, 675 or something like that that we've done over these seven years. And we've gotten this far because you have supported us, and one way you've done that is by sharing the show. So if you know of someone that would be interested in this new podcast, this Good to Give podcast, please share the show. Um, so that they know about it, can subscribe, easy for me to say, and learn more. So uh, we, uh, as always, we're grateful for your support as we continue to be the voice of business in this community that we love, the North Fulton region and beyond. So for my guest, DePriest Wadi and Maria Walden Sullivan, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.